Hello and welcome to the ISBIM podcast, hosted by the junior researcher community. We provide activities and networking for students and junior researchers interested in innovation management. And on our podcast, you can learn from experts around the world on engaging innovation topics. How will teaching and learning about innovation change in the years to come? What can we foresee and how can we train future educators for this? On this episode, we're introduced by Professor John Besson, who shares with us his thoughts and future insights from the Vision Project, before Manuel Neva and Laura Shaw expand the innovation coaching framework with the findings of their latest research. So keep listening to find out more. Innovation matters, of course. But it's not going to happen just by magically chanting the slogan, we believe in innovation, or waving our arms about or even believing in that light bulb moment. You know, the kind of thing where, bing, light bulb flashes on and there we have innovation. It's not like that. We know that. It's a journey, and a tricky one at times, full of uncertainty and often hidden obstacles. So we need to learn to navigate that journey, to manage the process of innovation, and to try and learn to repeat the trick, to be able to make many innovation journeys. We also need to recognise it's not the product of a machine or an inanimate system. Innovation's all about people, their ideas, their knowledge, their creativity, and their interactions. It's a multiplayer game, and we need to learn to manage innovation as a people-based process. Now, this is reflected in the work of the International Standards Organisation, which is trying to establish a standard for innovation management both in terms of the systems a good organisation would be expected to have in place, as well as the skills it would need embedded in its people. Which is going to take a lot of skill and capability, skills we all need to learn. With the scale of challenge facing us today in the world, we all need to put our shoulders to the innovation wheel. And that means we need to focus our attention on learning and building the skills of managing innovation. How do we create value from ideas and how can we continue to do so? But how are we going to engage with this learning challenge? What are the relevant skills? Who's going to teach them? In what context? How is that changing over time? Well, we've been looking at this question in the Vision Project. It's a major futures exercise involving a wide variety of stakeholders trying to construct a picture of how teaching and learning about innovation will change as we move towards 2030. Through a series of in-depth interviews with nearly 200 people and many interactive workshops, we've been building a picture of the way this learning landscape is changing. In particular, the locus is moving from the classroom to the workplace, learning in the context of application. And the style is moving from transmission or broadcasting, just getting the message out to people, to one in which the teacher plays the role of a coach, guiding the learner towards an understanding, helping them develop and embed their skills, challenging and stretching them to undertake more. Now, this role of a coach is clear when we look at the world of sport. There are some very talented athletes around, but they aren't always able to get the best out of themselves. A coach is someone who sits at the edge of the process, reflecting, questioning, mirroring, using a variety of tools. They don't tell, they guide and shape. 
And coaches can also be an asset to teams, bringing a sense of shared purpose, encouraging and challenging, nagging, supporting, nurturing. It's a complex role, but it can make a big difference. Take the world of football. Now, managers here aren't just the scapegoats for when things go wrong. They're also people who can enable more from the team than any of the individuals who make up that team. Perhaps one of the great examples in recent times, if you're a football fan, would be Claudio Ranieri, who took on the job of coaching the bottom team in the UK's Premier League. The team with no stars, with little belief, in whom the rest of the world outside had very little faith. In fact, you could have gone into a betting shop and placed a bet at incredible odds for them to win the title at the end of the season. I wish I had done. What Leicester City accomplished has become the stuff of folklore and fairy tales. They kept going, rising up the table to finish as the champions. There were many great performances, but underneath was a good example of the power of coaching. Well, so much for sport, but back to innovation. Is there a role for this approach in helping enable learning and using the skills of innovation management? Well, the answer, of course, is yes. Indeed, it's at the heart of today's agile innovation model, which sees the coach, often called a scrum master or something similar, as the focal point to help enable the team to learn and develop. It's all about learning while doing, as opposed to simply learning by doing. And the results can be powerful, not just in the output of the successful project, but in building the capabilities of the people in the team who can then go on to the next project, carrying that knowledge forward. So coaching has real potential. And that's why this paper is so exciting. I'm also delighted to see that the authors haven't forgotten the important lessons which history can teach us. Particularly one gentleman, Reg Revens, the man who originated the idea of what's called action learning. Now, essentially, this is the potential of learning while doing, through sharing experiences amongst people engaged in a challenging task, getting traction and support, challenge and insights from other members of the team. It's a coaching model, developed 50 years ago, but still relevant today. I enjoyed reading this paper. I enjoyed the ideas that the authors bring, particularly grounded in the world of practice, and the model that they're moving towards in terms of seeing coaching as a very powerful tool to enable this process of developing the skills and capabilities around innovation. Hi everyone, and thank you for the inspiring introduction. We are very honored to be part of this podcast and to present you our research results about our innovation coaching training concept. I am Manuel Niefer, and in my doctoral research within the last five years at the Karlsruhe University of Applied Science and the Institute of Product Development at Karlsruhe Institute of Technology, I developed the Innovation Coaching Framework. Hello, I am Laura Schaub, and I am an academic researcher in innovation management. And together with Manuel, we developed a training framework to educate the skills and competencies an innovation coach needs. So, Manuel, why is your research relevant for innovation management? Well, innovation management is facing the challenge of complex and uncertain impacts. Especially the early phase of product development is marked by technological and market-related uncertainties. Therefore, innovation coaching focuses on the activities and responsibilities to enable agility and creativity. 
The innovation coaching has three core elements, which are the mediation of problem-solving competencies, the ability to apply methods according to the situation and needs of the team, as well as the steering of the team development. By the target-driven application of these elements, a degree of agility is implemented that is appropriate to the complexity of the actual tasks. Our training concept was evaluated with empirical data based on many innovation projects with different companies in Germany and internationally. Our training is based on action learning, which means to not just learn something, but also to experience it. This means the students start a real team, create innovative ideas and build up a first minimal viable product. Our research is also based on our practical experiences that we gathered in entrepreneurial education at our university. Which means we are also constantly accompanying startups facing their own practical challenges. As I am a founder of a platform startup based in Karlsruhe, I know that innovation methods, processes and problem-solving skills are necessary for innovative product development. So Manuel, what did we find out? What makes the training so special? Overall, we found out that the challenge of training the competences an innovation coach needs are the diversity and speed of competence requirements. To foster innovativeness, it is elementary to build up curiosity, an environment of continuous learning and gaining your own and real experiences. The training concept has the overall goal of positive and sustainable learning experience and, of course, to learn all the skills an innovation coach needs. Now, to reach these goals, we ran several open innovation projects with large corporates such as Audi, Porsche, ThyssenKrupp and Airbus. Let me explain you how we set this up. The corporates introduced a challenge and up to 60 students developed new innovations. Really great is the cooperation of the two universities in Karlsruhe, which realizes that the student teams are set up interdisciplinary, with product developers from mechanical engineering and innovation coaches from industrial engineering and management. We as researchers manage the education within the course, as well as the innovation project itself, so we could use it as a research laboratory, which we call a life lab. And what's the connection of the Open Innovation Project to the training program? Well, before and during the projects, we train new innovation coaches. Content of the trainings are the areas of innovation with methods, processes and so on. All the things which are necessary to create new inventions, business models or services. And of course, coaching is key with the goal to put the humans at the center and to foster team development, communication and reflection. Knowing the theory and methods is one part, but applying the competences also in real project, this is key to our training. Therefore, our didactic learning approach is based on hybrid learning. It presents a cyclical and iterative model, which combines the three core elements of learning, which are theory, practice and reflection. The goal is to bring the learner from the pure knowledge to the higher and sustainable level of abilities. 
In total, the training concept has the focus to create a positive and sustainable learning experience. And therefore, it is based on the scientific knowledge and research of learning didactics, in particular action learning, as well as insight from psychology and neuroscience. As a result, we built up the training on four basic values. Trust, meaning, positive emotions and reflection. They are based on the Agile values and are a combination of scientific findings from the research areas of human development. So, how did we realize that? To implement these basic values, we adjusted the hybrid learning cycle. There is an opening phase at the beginning, which focuses on the arrival of the individual to the training class and creates space for personal exchange and positive emotions. The second phase, awareness, means to share and reflect learning experiences with others, as well as to become aware that others face challenges as well, and it is key to support and coach each other. In the phase learning, new knowledge is gathered, which is then directly applied in small coaching teams during the following phase. This last phase is called experience, and it is all about applying knowledge and experiences in real project work. In this phase, the greatest competence and experience is built up. With all these phases, the cycle of a positive and sustainable training has been completed. Well, this is how we use the hybrid learning in our modules itself. But overall, during the whole innovation coaching training, we run through several of these cycles of hybrid learning to even more foster all the competences that an innovation coach needs. And Laura, looking back to our goals, how can we say this training is based on a positive learning experience? Well, based on the research, we implemented many positive elements throughout the learning process and within each learning module. Positive feelings support openness towards each other, which is important for sharing all kinds of experiences. But positive emotions are also key to build up creativity within yourself and within a team. Furthermore, The training includes several self-coaching exercises, which we call weekly challenges. During the week, the students do some self-coaching work. Everyone actually works on the same challenge, but just for themselves. A challenge could be to find your own answer on the question, how can the knowledge and experience of this training help me in my future working and also in my personal life? Another example would be that every student has to fulfill the challenge like tell every day a person how much you appreciate her or him. Another challenge would be to ask people close to you what, in their perspective, your own strengths are. And the student should collect all the answers and reflect on them. In the reflection phase in our class, the students told us they heard strengths about themselves which they were never aware of. These are just little examples for many iterative self-coaching tasks. Some of those experiences will be also shared in the learning group in a reflection session. 
This sharing also creates openness to each other and builds up trust for personal experiences, also for negative ones. All reflections, positive elements and self-coaching exercises build up positive feelings. And these feelings also create meaning to the learning experience for the students themselves. Now, with the knowledge about hybrid learning, let's come to the application. The training concept allows the training to be held in parallel to the project work. And based on the modules, it can be adapted to the project context. That allows us to scale and adjust the training to the individual needs of companies and their innovation projects. The order of the individual modules can be varied according to the needs of the project or the development process. Furthermore, the training can be held in present or remote, up to an amount of participants that still allows personal connection and trust-building activities within the learning group. Additional to the education at the university, we could implement the training concept at a large software company in Germany. During the remote training in 2020, we trained 30 innovation coaches at SAP with a special focus on startup engagement. We trained them to scout, engage and scale new innovations with startups. And now to conclude, within our research and empirical studies, we were able to confirm the practical applicability of the modular training concept. Furthermore, the perceived completeness of the training content was comprehensively confirmed by the learners. The learners felt empowered to carry out the coaching activities in innovation projects. As a result, a total of 93% of the learners stated that they were able to apply the task of an innovation coach in practice. For us, as researchers in innovation education, the evaluation studies also clarified that the main success factors of the training is the direct application and reflection of the learning contents in real projects with unsolved problems. Additionally, the learners have comprehensively confirmed that their competences in the area of teamwork and communication skills significantly expanded. To sum it all up, the training concept is actually based on the four values. Trust, meaning, positive emotions and reflection. Implementing these values allows us to create a positive and sustainable learning experience for the innovation coaches. Now, we are really looking forward to run the training in more corporates and innovation projects in the future. If you are interested in our training concept, contact us for more information. We are more than happy to get in touch.